0: Hi guys, I'm back with my story. Um, So, I'm on chapter 10 right now. Well, I'm about to read chapter 10 to you. Chapter 11 and chapter 12. Let's go. Chapter 10, the queasiness. When they, both, when they took Jess to the hospital, Molly felt slightly queasy. She wasn't sure why, but she decided to ignore it. Molly and Tamara had to go and fetch some I had to go and fetch some sticks since those were gone too. Tamara noticed that Molly wasn't looking her best. Hey, Molly, are you okay? You look sort of pale to me. Don't worry, I'm absolutely fine. A little light-headed, but that doesn't matter. Whatever you say, babes. Uh, Tamara. Molly and Tamara went to pick up a huge batch of sticks when Molly suddenly felt really, really nauseous. She knew she was going to puke. After around 30 seconds, Molly went really pale. Molly, mark my words. Are you okay? You look really pet but Molly puked before Mo- Tamara was even done talking. Vomit splattered everywhere, including all over Tamara. Tamara stood there with her mouth hanging open. Oh my oh I'm so sorry, cried Molly, since she had got vomit all over Tamara's fluffy pajamas. It- it's okay, I guess. I I don't feel good, said Molly and dropped onto the floor. Molly, Molly, say hi if you can hear me, yelled Tamara, but Molly didn't respond. She had fainted. Tamara texted Kira, who came running into the drama instantly. Oh my god, Molly, shouted Kira. We should bring her back to camp. Kira picked up Molly's arms while Tamara picked up her legs. They carried her back to where the camp used to be. Huh? What has just happened? asked Molly, waking up. Molly, why didn't you tell me that you felt sick? Um, I'm sorry. It's okay, but next time, please tell me. Now, the only problem that had to be solved were those pyjamas of tomorrow's, There was a nearby river, at least. The only problem was that they couldn't take off their clothes, because then she'd be naked out in the open, which is obviously inappropriate. They decided to just wait for it to dry and then scrape it off. Chapter 11. The Collapse. When it was time to go to bed, they had to improvise. They decided that if they got enough leaves, they could make natural duvets. So they spent about 30 minutes picking leaves off trees when they made their blankets. They realised that the 30 minutes they just spent was worthless because the leaves just instantly blew off. Well, that's 30 minutes of our lives when i get back, yelped Kira. So they decided to to just go with what they had. They fell asleep pretty quickly after that. About 15 minutes in, it started raining. They immediately regretted their decision. Suddenly, trees started falling down everywhere. Somehow, Kira and Tamara were still sleeping. Molly got up and noticed that all the trees in the forest had fallen down. This was it, the collapse. ''Wake up, everyone!'' yelled Molly. When she got them to wake up, they had to get out of the forest so they would get squashed. ''Quick, climb onto that hill!'' shouted Tamara. The girls climbed onto the hill and watched the forest collapse. Well, at least the murderer's probably dead now, noted Molly. Yeah, yep, I hope they are. Molly and Tamara took a step forwards. If only no one died on this dreadful trip, uttered Molly. The two girls suddenly found themselves tumbling down the hill. Tamara, Molly, shrieked Kira. Help, Molly screeched. I'm coming down to save you guys. Okay, and please be quick about it. Kira ran down the hill but suddenly slipped halfway through and found herself tumbling down as well. Molly and Tamara were suddenly rolling to the left, while Kira was rolling more to the right. Molly and Tamara bumped their heads on a tree. Now, there is something about rolling down a hill and bumping heads on a tree that makes one feel extremely nauseous and tired, therefore you don't have the energy to move. The two girls were experiencing this, so they just lay here for about five minutes until both of them fell asleep. Chapter 12. Where are they? When the two girls woke up, they found themselves lying in the bed of a cosy room, with dim lights and a brown leather sofa. The wallpaper was very floral. It was dark red with iconic beige flowers. It was such a lovely room, but also slightly unsettling because it wasn't their house. Tamara seemed fine, but Molly was really freaked out. They decided to look around, which was when they bumped into a man. He had long, thick strands of brown hair. And blue eyes. Tamara thought of going up to Tamara thought of going up to him and, asked- and asking him who he was. While Molly thought of trying to get past him, they both decided it was best to just ask him where they were. So they got a- so they got out of the bed and went up to him. "Um, who are you?" asked Tamara shyly. "I am the one and only Ames of Cottage at the bottom of the hill," he announced. "Where are we?" Where where are we and why are we here? cried Molly. But Ames just chuckled. Well, you're in the mysterious cottage of Breezle Hill. You must you are here because the ghost chose you. Explained Ames. But why did the, these ghosts choose us? Questioned Molly. I asked them, and they said they knew who you were and wanted you to die so that you could be a ghost with them. Is there any any danger to becoming a ghost with them? Only one. Is that, this is the, becoming a ghost with them means that you can't ever see anyone, including them, ever again. Wait, how does that work? If they said they want to be ghosts with them? Ames just shrugged his shoulders. He looked outside and noticed a huge flashing green light. It's the signal, he said. Alright guys, that's it for now not for the whole story obviously there's quite a lot of chapters there's like 19 chapters or something in this whole story so yeah bye